Welcome to the Stop Drinking Podcast, where we help you make stopping drinking a simple, logical, and easy decision. We help you with tips, tools, and strategies to start living your best life when alcohol-free. If you want to learn more about Stop Drinking Coaching, then head over to www.soberclear.com. Hey guys, Leon here. I'm going to share with you the 10 reasons why I stopped drinking. So the first reason why I stopped is because I felt as though I was not living up to my potential. Now, I've always felt like I was supposed to do something good with my life. My life wasn't supposed to be chaotic and disorganized and messy. I was supposed to, I always felt like I was supposed to do something good with it. And it was almost like alcohol was holding me back in some kind of shackle or some chains. And, you know, I, I tried to progress and it just kept me in, in this in this position. I, I'm sure you can imagine and I'm sure you can understand what I mean. And, you know, it was the one thing consistently holding me back. Now, I'd had periods of sobriety in the past where, you know, I might have gone six months without drinking or three months here when I was a bit younger. And actually, one time I, I went, I think, nine months without drinking and I built a personal training business and it was amazing and it went so well. And, you know, as soon as I relapsed, everything started crumbling again. And because I had that little bit of success previously when I was sober, I knew sobriety was the way to go. And I knew that the only way for me to truly reach any kind of potential or reach any, you know, serious progress and momentum in life, I had to get rid of alcohol. And for me, that's the biggest reason to stopping is because I wanted a better life for myself. I wanted to reach my potential. Um, so yeah, that's the that's the first one. The second one is the blackouts. Now, see, some of you guys that are going to stop drinking, you, you might not be like this, but when I drank, I would take myself into oblivion, literal oblivion. Every single time I would just get blackout drunk. And it actually didn't make a difference if I only had three drinks. I'd usually wake up and still forget absolutely everything. And it's terrifying. Like, there were nights where I would, I would literally wake up in the morning and have no recollection of what happened. And that might have been four or five hours going out into the town and I could not remember a single thing. Now, not only is that incredibly dangerous, but it's like, I don't want to, I don't want to get to my deathbed having forgotten half of my damn life. It was ridiculous. And that just didn't make a difference if I'd only had a few drinks or multiple drinks. Of course, it was worse when I had multiple drinks, but even if I only had a few drinks, I would black out and I was not, I was not prepared to go on living my 20s having these multiple blackout episodes. So that was a scary reason, but a very strong reason to stop. Reason three was actually letting my family down. You know, I've got a really beautiful family. I have a great, a great nana, a great mum, great stepdad, a great auntie. I've got two great cousins. I've got another great grandma. I've got an amazing little brother. And this family, they, they mean a lot to me. And sadly, there's been, you know, a lot of... Um, let's say, alcohol abuse throughout my family, you know, my, my, uh, I won't go into it too much because it's not really fair on the people, but the long story short is that my family knew I had a problem. And when I was going out drinking, they knew that I was not the type of person that can drink normally. And, you know, I was truly letting them down by going out and drinking. I was causing stress and trauma to my family. And that's horrible because they know that I don't drink like a normal person. They know about the blackouts. They know that when I get going, it's game over and I'm just going to keep going and keep going and keep going. And that is just not fair on the people that I love and the people that are truly close to me. And, you know, 
they've, they've seen me at my worst and they've seen me when I've been, when things have been going well and I've really wanted to do things properly so they didn't feel that way and I wanted them to look at me and, and be proud you know and say oh my son has changed his life and you know my, my grandson's changed his life or my brother's changed his life for the better and I wanted to make a good impression on my family and I wanted to strengthen the relationship and since stopping my relationship with my family is infinite times better. I feel really close to them. I'm able to talk to them about a variety of issues and I have a real meaningful relationship with them. And that, you know, it was a reason to to stop, but it's also a reason that keeps me going as well. That's a really, really nice thing. Number four is the state of my physical health. So like I said in the past, um, I, I did personal training and even whilst I was drinking, I'd have periods of sobriety, like I've said, where, you know, I might do a lot of weight training and, and you know, feel really good about myself and start feeling like I look well and look healthy. And, you, you know, it would then go down from drinking and it would be up and down, up and down, up and down. And like I've mentioned before, it's this roller coaster. So when I actually hit rock bottom, which I'll get into later, my physical health was appalling. I, I'd put on a lot of body fat. I, I hadn't trained for, you know, a month plus. And that really didn't make me feel good. It didn't make my self-confidence feel good, neither my self-esteem feel good. So when I actually stopped uh, and I was in this really bad position, it, it was motivating because I knew that like, this is probably the worst that I'm ever going to look and I can change that really quickly by you know, just training hard, eating well, cutting out the insane amount of calories that are in alcohol. And it, was, it, it wasn't the strongest reason why I stopped. It was kind of just like, you know, I looked at myself and I was just unhappy with the way that I looked and the way that I felt. So that was actually, yeah, another reason that I stopped was physical health. The fifth reason is because I actually, at the time when I stopped, and I'll get into the to the rock bottom a little bit later, but I actually wanted to transition back into the gym as a personal trainer and I was kind of stuck in a trap. Uh, I was working in a restaurant and obviously the restaurant culture involves a lot of drink and a lot of drugs. It's just the way that it is. I have no idea why, but... Pff, you know, the late nights, the long hours. And I was working in a restaurant and I was stuck in that vicious cycle. And I knew that if I continued drinking, I would never reach that goal to get back and start a personal training business for the second time after the initial relapse. And that was a big motivating desire for me because in the past when I'd got sober, I knew that when I was sober, I could actually build something substantial. I could build something for me, something successful, something that makes some money, something that was self-employed. I knew that I could do it because I'd had that previous success in the past. And that was a, it was almost like, a, I think, what do you call it? You call it a reference experience. So in the reference experience of being sober, I knew, you know, how hard I could work, how focused I could be, how dedicated I could be. So I knew that to transition back into the gym, I had to get sober. So that was like a really big motivating factor. And I also think that it's important for you guys watching this video is, is sure it's good to, to stop, but you kind of want to have a big reason why you want to stop. You want to have as many reasons as possible because, you know, after maybe you might get three months sobriety and you might feel great and life might be going well, but, you know, those, those, the, you might have only had like a very small why and that why can soon dis disappear into nothingness. And I think that is actually, this, the, these reasons are actually the reason why I've managed to prolong sobriety for as long as I have. So, you know, just, I just want to put that in there at this point, but I think, that having big, strong whys really do make a massive difference. So the next point is anxiety. So whilst drinking alcohol, because my life was so chaotic and so disorganized, it actually caused a hell of a lot of anxiety. 
Like I'd wake up in the morning and realize I had no money and I had to go to a job that I hated and I had to communicate with people that, you know, they weren't really my friends. And this caused a hell of a lot of inner anxiety. Now, the way that I described my anxiety was like, uh, it was almost like a, a feeling in the chest of like a knot. And it would cripple me. I, I, you know, I didn't want to speak to people. I didn't want to leave my bedroom. And also, uh, when we're talking about anxiety is the depression as well of whilst I was drinking alcohol, I would have much more, much more unstable mental health. I would have lulls where, you know, I might be depressed for a few weeks. And that is not a nice feeling. It's just, it just sucks. Now, I'll admit that when I stopped drinking alcohol for the first time, the, that anxiety and that depression didn't actually go straight away. It wasn't some miracle cure by stopping. It didn't just go. But what happened is because I had the energy, the focus, the clarity, and I felt so much better, uh, I was able to start kind of putting in work into my normal life. And as a result of that, the anxiety is now almost diminished into nothingness. Like, damn, this is the first time I've realized how little... I'm actually anxious now, but that's just amazing. Then it was a reason why I wanted to stop. Obviously, that is no way to live your life. Is this constant, you know, roller coaster of mental health and anxiety and depression? It's not a great feeling, but it was a reason why I wanted to stop. And it's a huge benefit to actually getting, you know, getting alcohol out of your life. The next point is my financial life. So, as I said in the past, I, I did start a personal training business through sobriety, and I made good money when I was doing it. And the reason why I made good money is because I had the confidence to go out and put the work in. Now, when I was drinking, it was more about, it wasn't necessarily living paycheck to paycheck, which obviously it was. It was more about living like max overdraft to max overdraft or uh, getting tips from the restaurant that I worked in and spending it straight away on alcohol. You know, having no money, but still spending it on alcohol. Like finding money out of nowhere and still going out partying. Yeah, that, that really sucked. And it wasn't just the financial life in terms of spending all the money. It was my ability to make more money. I became very bad at making money. I, you know, I had to work in a restaurant rather than start something self-employed or have a proper career path. Uh, and since stopping, that's been a great thing. I've been able to make money doing things that I enjoy. I've been able to create a career making videos for, and I, and I work for a startup at the moment, which is an amazing thing. I live in Thailand. Um, yeah, the, the, my financial health was a Pooling, and that is obviously now that I've stopped improved massively. Now, the eighth reason why I stopped is I didn't want to rely on a substance for self confidence. So, when I drank, it really did destroy my self confidence because I knew that you know I'm, I'm quite an outgoing, quite extroverted person anyway. But when I drank, I wouldn't be that person without alcohol. I knew like my core being is to, you know, go out there and, and meet new people. I, I really enjoy doing that. I think I'm a people person. But when I drank alcohol, the only times that I do that is when I was drinking. And it was, just, it was very hard to connect with people uh, and build a meaningful relationship when alcohol is involved. I don't know why it was kind of like, you know, you, you don't really seek meaningful, deep friendships. You just seek people that, that will help support your addiction. Um, or help support your, your, if you don't want to call it an addiction, but help support your problematic amounts of alcohol that you want to consume. You don't really, you don't really mix with normal people. And 
I didn't really want to rely on alcohol for confidence. I wanted to have that core confidence where I felt good about who I was, I felt good about who I was becoming, I felt good about the work, I felt good about myself, my physical health, and I wanted all the, that confidence to come from my core. I did not want to rely on a substance because once the substance is gone, you know, I really didn't feel confident. I felt low self-esteem and I felt bad about who I was. That is not a great way to live your life. I'm telling you, that is just not where you want to be. You want to get some good amount of sobriety under your belt, start putting in work, start feeling good about yourself, start building a better life and get that confidence from within. That's where, you know, great emotions lie and that's where true progress in life really is. And great reason to stop. Now, the ninth reason is I didn't want to embarrass myself anymore. I, you know, I was very embarrassed, like... Like I said, I worked in a restaurant and I would go into work some days absolutely hungover as hell. And I'm telling you, like, like, couldn't even speak. And, you know, people would laugh and just make a bit of a joke out of it. But it's embarrassing. And I'm not just talking about the hangovers. And, but even when you go out there and people see you in this ridiculous state and you wake up in the morning, you're like, what did I do? You know, looking at your phone and looking at the phone calls like, why did I call that person? Or looking at the text and thinking, what was I thinking? You know, I've had more embarrassing moments than I care to share with you on camera, but I didn't want to embarrass myself anymore. I wanted to feel good about myself. I didn't want to feel like a piece of trash. The final reason is I actually experienced what they call rock bottom. I I um, I woke up one morning after a, a horrendous night of a lot of things consumed, and I woke up that morning a broken man. Now, I've shared this many times, but that was the real, real, real catalyst where, you know, I had all these reasons that I've just spoke about, but it was the day that I hit, this is just my experience, but the day that I hit rock bottom, where I knew that this could not continue, that was the, that was the big defining moment. And I was living in my friend's bedroom. I was working in a restaurant, wanting to go back to a gym, but still going out every day, getting drunk. I was in terrible physical shape, terrible financial health. I had terrible relationships with my family. My friendships weren't that great either. And that day was the day where I realized that I could not continue doing this. And to be honest, like, if that had never happened, I have got no idea what would have happened now, but I'm almost, sounds ridiculous, but I feel blessed to have hit rock bottom. And yeah, now it's all about, you know, building a good quality sober life. <laughs> 